Hey, this is Ox Return, and we are super stoked to have Aaron Lee Jesserin in the studio today to play us a couple tunes and talk a little bit about his recording process, uh, mostly done at home, mm-hmm. um, but not for the reasons that people do that today, um, right? Yep, that's right. <laughs> um, but before we get into all that, um, let's jump into a tune and we can uh, we can get to talking later. What's the first song we're playing? This one's called Everybody is a Fool. This is Aaron Lee Jesserin on Ox Return. <laughs> you got it. I'm off to seek the place where wisdom hides And lucky me, I think I've got a start For only fools should think that they are wise Those sophomores and the sages look the part The more you learn, the less you know And I've sure got a ways to go I may be the slowest kid in school But I know everybody is a fool Everybody is a fool old soul met the holy fool and said I've come to you to learn your way of life Oh pity me for all my life is dead And all my peace has given way to strife And the fool said The fool pretends a thousand ways Dresses in a painted face To try and hide from ridicule But I know everybody is a fool Everybody broken rule Yes, love will teach you how to know your heart And then you'll know you've always been a fool And some are fools to fall in love And some that's what they're scared of Many think that love is cruel But I know everybody is a fool And I may be a fool for you 
But I know everybody is a fool Everybody I was everybody is a fool. Um, first off, thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's yeah. a pleasure. Uh, so, we've been keeping busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to. Right. Actually, you know, that's feels like it's been in some ways not so hard to be busy. I actually feel um, like this last week and a half or so just need to take it a little more easy. Mm, yeah. yeah how so um yeah there's just i think um especially having all the the free time time to myself mm. it's easy to get um kind of my head buried in a thing and uh not take the time to walk away or uh take a little mental break take some self-care walk away from uh, like songwriting and music for yeah. a second? songwriting, music, um, and, yeah, the news cycle right now. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Not, not interesting stuff to watch. <laughs> so you recorded most of this at home, at your home studio? Yeah. I've got a little... Um, I work with uh, an Apollo twin right now, and I uh, just record in the box into my macbook pro mm. yeah if if you had uh if money was no option what would you what would you put in your your home studio um definitely a computer with some more processing power sure <laughs> are you are you hitting the wall i'm hitting the wall yeah on like the the uad stuff or, or i mean that's all you know that yeah. is uh sometimes um, I need I need more core processors mm. um, just for the other stuff I run. So definitely a, a new you know computer with some I don't know. How old is the MacBook? This one is 2015. Oh wow! Yeah, it's just a dual core. I think i5, mm. so it's a few generations older. Um, so that. Uh, out some outboard gear would be great to have some some analog compressors um if money were no issue i'd have a space like this sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is it is very nice to have a space like this at your disposal i mean a lot of it is just like the room i mean like you Mm -hmm. could do what you do with a twin and a room like that. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. make a giant difference. Oh yes. Um Yeah, I mean I I don't know what I would put in mind. I mean I I love the twin for, mm-hmm. you know, a home a home studio, especially if you're working on a on smaller projects, smaller size sessions. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't see anything, you know, wrong with that. Matt Matt doesn't <laughs> Matt is not a fan of the Apollo. I mean, when you yeah. get three you profiles <laughs> for the price of half of one, three profiles, yeah, yeah, yeah you just got to downgrade your computer a little bit. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I got on this big kick where I was like, okay, I got the profiles upgraded from my 
interfaces that were like from Delta 1010s from like 20 years ago. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well now profiles are a hundred bucks. Toss them all together. I got 24. Well, I got 23 channels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One's out. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I no, was... I mean, I want to dive into the. What Apollo in God's some... name do you need 23 channels for? <laughs> <laughs> well, I get to meter my, my turntable now. I put that in. Okay. So two. You could, if you turn the computer off and however it's routed, when you turn it off, it continues to do it. So you got the turntable <laughs> in stereo. Well, I got I got some I got a bunch of outboard stuff. I just don't mix anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. that's why we're that's why we're a team. Yeah, because I have all there the gear, and he mixes everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was my uh, that was my first kind of recording partnership too. My best friend in high school had all the gear, and you know, mm-hmm. hey, let's you know record this cover, mm-hmm. um, and then. Uh, yeah, I would just have fun just geeking out with all the uh, the plugins that came with. First, it was um, GarageBand, and mm-hmm. then eventually we upgraded to Logic. Yeah, I remember my friend. Uh, similar situation, except my friend like had just the same amount of like no gear as I did. Like he had <laughs> he had one microphone, I had another microphone, but we both had laptops. Yeah. So it was like we somehow obtained a copy. Um, I don't remember paying for it, but I remember we obtained a copy of, of Sony Acid. Do you remember Sony Acid Pro? I was not. Huh. I, I did not work in the computer in, until much later. Uh, like, I was I was on the, the Roland, like, workstations or, like, the Tascam digital workstation, mm-hmm. like, before the computers, like... Yeah, we know. well, we had Sony Acid, and that <laughs> shit was dope in, like, 2003. <laughs> Like used it to zero capability of anything. Like, just like <laughs> it's like, oh shit, we don't have to buy tape. Yeah, we didn't have to buy a cassette tape. Yeah, I mean, have you ever <laughs> have you ever done that? Have you ever gone back to a four track or? No, not yet. That would okay. be a lot of fun one of these days. It's it's so much fun, mm-hmm. especially when you're not writing. Like if you have if you have the arrangement all done, you know, mm. it seems like what you do. You kind of are in the songwriting the arranging process as you're as you're recording is that is that not right often um when it when it comes to so yeah the the songs and the guitar parts get written um but yeah i i do a lot of arrangement actually of the other instruments Mm -hmm. um you know in the during the recording process as well Try you know try one take no that's not that's not the part totally yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think I think that doesn't lend itself super well to to working with a cassette mm-hmm. deck but um, if you do have a project that's like ready to go it's so much fun yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. um, so that song came out in April of this year um, yeah. and you have. Uh, a couple other releases from this year, um, five singles in total, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's coming up next? Next, um, I've so that that f- song is the first single on a new project, uh, a series of singles that I'm, I'm calling the project "The Old Soul and the Holy Fool." Um, so I've released a follow-up to that one. And next, I've got a, a song I'm working on called Seeking a Friend in L.A., which I wrote earlier this year. And I just moved to L.A. 
um, to a month Rock. and a half ago to Eagle Rock. So now seems like the time to get it recorded mm-hmm. and put out there and uh, spin it into a story. <laughs> yeah. Will you play that for us? Uh, yeah, I can play that next. I'm uh, going to tune my guitar. Sure. All right. Well, uh... this is the fun part I was thinking about. Normally when I'm on stage live in not covid times i uh, have the the added benefit of muting my guitar while i use <laughs> sure. the, the tuner and then talking well you don't have to hear the sound of looney tunes strings rising or lowering in pitch oh we could always banter in here yeah sure uh, how are the dodgers doing don't say the oh, score or we're gonna get pulled it's <laughs> there's there's def- there's scores <laughs> i yeah, can't t- it's it's because i kept everything my hat on. is okay yeah <laughs> for now <laughs> so this one is seeking a friend in la this is aaron lee jesserin on ox return when are you free I haven't seen you since last fall My shift starts at three And I can't do August at all Maybe September If I can remember the date I'm the befriender Seeking a friend in L.A. All of my friends have gone out to live their best lives I'm in my bed by 10 or 11 each night I feel offended, no invite extended to play When work has ended, I'm seeking a friend in L.A. My phone to my ear, it might be a faulty connection. I couldn't hear a word that you said to me just then. Return to sender, I moved once again yesterday Write me a letter, seeking a friend in L.A. Write me a letter, seeking a friend in L.A. That was Seeking a Friend in L.A. from Aaron Lee Jesserin. Um, yeah, dude, that's got to be really strange to have moved in <laughs> these times. Yeah. Um, what's that been like? I mean, like, I, I can gather from some parts of the lyric that it mu- it is strange. And do, do you know people up there? What was the reason for moving? Yeah, um, my, uh, my place place of stay essentially the lease was ending and so it was, uh it's time for me to find uh, a new place uh and i just reached out to my network reached out to a few friends and 
um, a friend of mine who was living up there uh, told me about the spot. I just asked him, uh, like, hey, you, you seem like a good roommate. And we, well, we had been roommates before, so he was, he was a good roommate. Um, but that song I, I actually wrote before uh, any of that was on the horizon. Wow. Just kind of, uh, I don't know, considering Long Beach, greater L.A., uh, I was living in Long Beach at the time. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm I'm trying to imagine myself moving, you know, trying to get the lay of the land um, by going to see shows or maybe going out to mm-hmm. bars and, like, not being able to do any of that <laughs> has got, kind of a got to be really weird. I mean, I would tell you, like, I, I lived in the area for, like, 10 years and... Mm-hmm. I would tell you all the, the places to go, but I guess they don't exist. <laughs> I'm kind of stoked. I live down the street, like ten minute walk from the hi hat. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Well, when things can happen again. Yeah, uh, and the lodge, the lodge room is right there too. Oh yeah. No, have you gotten dinner at the satellite yet? No. It's <laughs> supposed to be a restaurant now or something. I guess. <laughs> Ridiculous. Because you know, in order to be a restaurant, you rip out the stage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so that that one is just kind of, I don't know, processing some of the feeling of disconnect uh, that had happened in some of my relationships, some of my friendships over time. And, uh, you know, I'm playing it nowadays because I wrote this maybe a month or two before quarantine happened. Um, it's just kind of a trip to like, oh, yeah, like, even more so, looking for uh, looking for that connection. <laughs> has like has your has your process changed? Has I mean, obviously stuff's changed, but mm-hmm. has your process like of songwriting lately been different at all? Or yeah, at the beginning, um, there there really wasn't much inspiration. It seemed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I I think I really do more than I realized. Uh, gather inspiration from um, just my surroundings and going out um, like uh, you know some people call them like adventure quests you've got to you've got to go out and do a thing um, to replenish your your uh, your tank of creativity sure and mm-hmm. so I guess that just you know that wasn't happening so much um, which is perhaps the reason I wasn't um, writing much material i think i'm adjusting now um i think one of the interesting things about living in the middle of a global pandemic is just noting the resilience of the human spirit and there was (laughs) Mm -hmm. like like two months ago i just had the thought like wow i'm i'm living in the middle of a global pandemic never thought that would happen and like I'm actually coping, <laughs> um, but so the, all, you know, bringing it back to songwriting, uh, yeah, I've just been finding different different ways of finding that inspiration, um, finding a songwriting community virtually. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What, doing, what's that like? Yeah, so um, you know, just tuning into what some of my my friends and fellow songwriters are doing on the streaming platforms, mm-hmm. uh, tuning into like, um, Monday, Monday at 
the hotel cafe did something recently, yeah. like a little town hall that was just, you know, no performance or anything, but just songwriters and musicians talking talking to one another. Um, attending this thing uh, that, yeah, just attending things on um, Instagram, checking out what people are doing. There's a, a friend of mine is doing some uh, this uh, songwriting challenge each week, and so I've been working on that, um, and that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you want to jump into another song? Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, here's my. Uh, this is. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do. Uh, I don't know the way. Is this tune? This one came out last year, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's appropriate. Uh, just um, living it, living day to day in the moment, and not really knowing what uh, what the future holds. You're telling me. <laughs> this is Aaron Lead Jessrin on Oxford Turn. You cannot choose from where you come, but only if you'll stay. Not every harbor is a home, but maybe for today. The winds of change are blowing soon, and soon they'll blow away. I leave the only place I've known, but I don't know the way. strike a chord I heard St. Thomas say I don't know where you're going Lord and I don't know the way I don't know the way I don't know the way I know just where I want to go and I'll be there someday oh but I Past a ghost, to the future blind, to point only to one end. The now we're all of humankind, look out and back again. And all through every changing tide and time that cannot stay, be thou forever by my side, cause I don't know the way. I don't know the way. 
That was I Don't Know the Way by Aaron Lee Jessrin on Ox Return. I did want to ask you, um, mm-hmm. so when you when you sit down and have decided a song is ready to, to start tracking, yeah, um, where do you start? Hmm. Like with with just a scratch, playing the tune down, like one mic. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I usually just try to to capture the the take from there. Um, if I haven't, I'll demo it on my iPhone first, mm-hmm. and I'll listen and and consider what what the song needs, um, and if the arrangement is right, um, you know transitions into choruses and bridges and stuff like that um and then uh i just i set up my two mics and i try to in under four takes capture the guitar and the vocal performance um as just a just a scratch that one i i'll keep um and yeah i started i started doing it that way because i wanted to capture the um just the live energy of the thing and it helped me get out of my head a lot too because i would um i would just agonize about getting the perfect guitar take getting the perfect vocal take and and it wasn't really even true to how i would perform the song normally yeah and i'm not able to so much make in the moment improvisatory choices of what i'm going to do dynamically um, it's just, well, that's how the guitar was recorded. So now I got to sing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's got, there's some humanity when you, there's some added humanity when you do it that way, like some psychoacoustic thing mm-hmm. that you, you hear f- on the other side. Um, and you can tell that like, it's a real thing mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, some multi-tracked to oblivion thing where did the where did the four take rule come from uh just something i noticed um it just started getting worse after four it started getting worse after four sometimes you know realistically after three (laughs) um and i just figure if i can't get it in three takes then like okay i'm gonna return to it another day yeah maybe Um, it needs to be looked at yeah songwriting needs to be looked at the songwriting or i've got to practice more see maybe this maybe this is where the cassette tape comes in handy (laughs) because you know the third pass on a four track it's like (laughs) starting to sound like a toft console god (laughs) i don't know you got a bunch of hiss like so you gotta yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) using the wrong tapes i think blew everybody's ear out (laughs) yeah so um yeah, and it just just helps me get out of my head too. Yeah. Sometimes I'll even uh, do no phones. I'll dial in um, the right gain I need for both channels, and then I'll just take off my headphones and just imagine I'm just playing it for myself. Totally. Um, what yeah. is what is the go-to mic configuration? So I've got um, an Audio Technica twenty thirty-five. I think mm-hmm. is. Uh, the, the number series and then I'll use that on my guitar um, just around like the 12th fret and then I just use a, an SM57 on my voice and someday that would that would be another thing um, if money were no issue sure. upgrade that mm-hmm. SM57 <laughs> 
but I, I gotta say that it does not sound like a 57 well that's awesome that's thank uh, you i mean like i don't know 57 sound great uh not on vocals in my opinion but, um <laughs> do you doctor it at all or anything or like yeah you got some moves you put on it i got some moves um a friend of mine gave me a tip about scooping the low mids out mm-hmm. on the voice and that just opened it up for me so that's one of the first things i'll do um i like to use the universal audio um Oh shoot! I'm blanking on the the name of that that desk console that the Beatles used. The, the red, the six ten. Oh yeah, the yeah. UA six ten. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so I'll I'll put that on. I usually cut, or no, I'll boost both two hundred. You'll boost two hundred. I'll boost two hundred sometimes, and boost maybe four K a little bit. Mm. Um, and the the. 200 if i want it to have like that i'm just like right here on the mic i'm singing to you Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. you know a bedroom kind of sound yeah the the 610 is really cool to me just for that eq that Mm -hmm. quick move that you can make that you don't have to think a whole lot about yeah just Um, two knobs yeah Mm um awesome um do you want to play another tune for us yeah um This is the first tune I released, Wishful Thinking. So were were you in bands previously? Sorry, I like. I'm just trying to think. Like you've you've released only five tunes over the course. I mean, not only, but you've released five tunes over the course of a year and a half. What what were you doing previously? Were you recording? Were you making tunes? Just not. Yeah, I was doing a lot of songwriting. Um, I was trying to get those songs recorded. That's kind of ha- along the the line of where I discovered my four take rule. Um, mm. Yeah, I was just getting too perfectionistic about getting those songs recorded right, um, and eventually I wrote new, better songs. Um, but I was doing uh, a lot of church music before that, and that um, that was good for me. I think this this time last year or, well, beginning of last year, 2019, was when I had kind of had it with my my fear of not putting out the music I was writing. Um, so all, all through that time, I was um, doing music in churches. I had studied music in college, and that felt very safe. Um, but, yeah, I eventually got to this place where it was just... Um, I was bored of not doing it and a little frustrated with myself that I wasn't letting myself do it. Um, so, yeah, that's what it came to. Awesome. Well, yeah. we're, we're glad that you're releasing them now. Thank you. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, so this is my first tune, and um, I wrote it the summer before releasing it, just kind of thinking on that um, uh yeah, well, it's called wishful thinking. Just, just, I had this attitude that, oh, I'll do it someday, um, you know, when I have X, Y, Z gear, or when this and that mm-hmm. and the other is lined up. Um, and then, you know, eventually just figured I'm, I'm going to have to do it with what I got. Bringing it back to the SM57, um, was reading about 
Sufjan Stevens sure. and Justin Vernon recording uh, some of their seminal releases with that mic. Yeah, they say that Michigan is all of fifty-seven, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I buy it. I think it's a. It's another mic too. There's some. Yeah, other, there's. Like, he says an AT forty fifty. Yeah. For, but I think that that was only on Illinois. Oh. So like they, he says that Michigan is just the fifty-seven. It's mm. just some tiny desk foolery. Well, tiny desk is another <laughs> desk foolery. <laughs> Are you familiar with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with the fact that that's not what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. We don't have to get into our, our radio. Uh, Going to start some radio wars. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. So this one's wishful thinking. That's a little background what it's, what it came, where it came from. Wishful thinking, hope I'm blinking, weary, wondering what's in store. Save me, rot me, hard way, taught me. Sometimes hope just leaves a sore. Look upon a man. Sat with folded hands Who knows what he's waiting for I'm rethinking That darn thinking And hoodwinking Wishful People drinking 
bless that blinking wishful thinking that was wishful thinking uh, so what plans do you have for upcoming? Mm-hmm. Um, I've got another show coming up uh, next month, uh, October 23rd. That one is virtual. Uh, it's uh, this series that my girlfriend has been doing called Keep It Simple, and that's kind of like a parlor-style uh, virtual concert evening. Um so I'll be joining her for that as her guest for the month of October. Uh, where, just, where can people find that? Oh, yeah. So um, if you find me on Instagram, I am at Aaron Lee Jesserin or my website, AaronDeleeJesserin.com. Um, it's not on my website, actually. I ought to change that. But it is on my Instagram. Go to the link on my Instagram, and you'll see... Uh, a button for keep it simple um that'll be a night of song sharing story sharing and conversation sounds awesome yeah. very cool uh more music coming up this uh, more music coming out soon or all or anything you got anything in the works on that front yeah so um uh what what's the name of my song uh seeking a friend in la is uh sure. in the works uh, i've got another Another tune in that series, The Old Soul and the Holy Fool. Um, I'm working on the arrangement for that. I'm a friend of mine, composer by the name of Daniel Dominguez, is arranging strings mm. for another tune there. Uh, so I'll be, be getting those and maybe from there fleshing out, seeing again what, uh, what else the song could use. Are you going to go with live string players or are you going to kind of do a soft synth thing with, with the strings? Yeah. So he's a violinist. Um, so he, he'll be doing the tracking himself. It's always good to have a violinist friend. (laughs) (laughs) So they're the more cheaper. They're the, well, they're the more expensive ones. Yeah. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited for that. I've always wanted some strings on a song of mine and, uh, what he's putting together so far, what I've gotten to hear, sounds lovely. Um, yeah, uh, those are the two things on the horizon as far as uh, my own projects go. I'm working on um, a few production projects and the work for others. Um, my friend Matt Marquez, who's going to be releasing music under the name Friends Plus Family, uh, he and I have been working on a post-hardcore track, which is really fun for me because that's not the music I perform, obviously. Sure. But it, it does have a place in my heart. From... Well, can we hear some of it? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> not on a not on a nylon string. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> Song's a song. Yeah. Yeah, that's. You can't I play it on acoustic to... guitar. Yeah. <laughs> we'll owe you a pack of strings. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably. I, one of these I did want to like I'm I'm kind of blown away by the the mic configuration here tonight on this particular yeah. guitar. Um, it sounds so good. Um, I did want to maybe go through it a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Um, so on the twelfth fret, uh, there's a KM one eighty four. What would you say? Like about 
seven or eight inches. Yeah, uh, yeah, six or so, five or six, maybe. Okay. And that's that's just this right here. And I have that little panned to the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the body, when it doesn't really look like it, but is coming, f- it doesn't look like it because it's so far back on the body, but it's uh, a Gefell UMT 70, um, 170. And that sounds like this. And together. And then I uh, sent a little bit of those um, to our big plate in the back and uh, kind of a really long spring that I panned the other way uh, opposite the um, the uh, KM184, and that sounds like this. I'm going to solo those up really quick. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. I love the I love that spring, that hard pan spring. Or is it hard panned or uh it's like it's like three o'clock. Oh, okay. Oh right. Um yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um did you want to take us out on a song and then we'll come back and do uh outros? Yeah. Um this one is uh Tell Me What For. This is my latest release. Awesome. you call anymore Are we close at all anymore In the long haul anymore Tell me what for I've been up walking the floor Trying my best to ignore Maybe you find me a bore Tell me what for Did something I say make you sore? I didn't hold open that door this, that, or both, either or Tell me what for I'm sorry if I overbore Is it my imagining or Maybe Anymore. 
as a ghost anymore Are we even close anymore? Tell me what for Oh, shoot, I forgot the next words. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the chorus. Gracious, this song. There are too many words in this song. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to call it there. If you want to hear the rest of the song. <laughs> That's the sampler. You know where to find it if you <laughs> yeah, want to close the loop. Brand brand new. Uh, uh, well, May, right? Come, came out in May. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely check it out. Check out the, the other four singles um, from Aaron Lee, Jessrin. Um and thanks so much for coming out and being here with us and playing tunes and talking with us. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's and been all, a pleasure. All your social medias, Aaron Lee Jesseron, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spotify. You're on Spotify, all the streaming platforms. Right? All the platforms. All right. All right. Uh, we are Ox Return. You can find us on all the on all platforms. We're now streaming on YouTube. So if you're watching at home, wherever, where's the camera? Right there. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks for streaming. Tell your friends. Uh, I'll get better at this one day. <laughs> if uh, if you are listening to the um, the podcast version of this, we do this live um, every time we do it, um, and you can watch us do it now, um, and uh, you can find out when these live dates are going to be on our Instagram. Um, and, uh, we'd love for you to join us and, and blow up our chat room, um, talk shit or whatever. Yeah. Do whatever. <laughs> um, well, thanks again, Aaron. Thank um, you, and, uh, keep an eye out for the new singles coming, uh, this fall or Christmas. Uh, yeah, probably winter time. Okay. Um, by the time things get distributed. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, this has been Ox Return. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thank All you. Right. Thank you.